0: Welcome to the show. I've got my coffee and I hope you're drinking whatever it is makes you happy. Have you ever done a vision board? Well, let me tell you, I have heard of vision boards for a long time and I've never done one. And I decided, okay, everyone says it really makes a difference. It's a way to plan your future. So who did I reach out to? The expert who has become, I think, a very special friend and she is a podcaster. So this is going to be interesting. I reached out to Michelle Brigman. Now, the reason is because first of all, she is an executive woman and she also has her own company called Brave Balanced Women. So she's kind of juggling the two. And she decided one day she was going to do a vision board, and it was so impactful. She now teaches it. So let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. First of all, she's a senior executive from 7-Eleven, Dell, Citibank, and currently with Medallia. So she's balancing, talk about balanced women, she's balancing a career, a podcast, and her own company, which she'll tell you about. What I want you to do is stay tuned as she describes her career, how she is now working with women who tend to get burnout. Hmm, I don't know any of those, do you? And we'll learn how to do a vision board. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands, your host is Valerie Sakalaski author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie.
0: Okay, before we start, I have to share where this beautiful waterfall, it's called, blouse and jewelry came from. It's from Betty Ryder, and she is in Preston Center. Just go over to Preston Center and ask where the boutique that has a red door is go in and you'll come out with some beautiful european styles and clothes all right let's get going um michelle welcome first thank, of all thank you so much i'm so excited to be here
2: I, I i'm excited because you're a fellow podcaster so i'm a little nervous oh heavens no <laughs> it's, i'm telling you it is just we just learn every time, we you do. know, every single day I learn a little bit more. And I think that if anybody's on the fence about doing a podcast, you just got to start, just start. It's so rewarding. It really is.
0: Mm-hmm. It really is. And today people like my wonderful producer, Ziggy, that's in the back makes us look good and, and make the show. So it is it is fun. Consider it. All right. So I want to get into a whole lot of things about you, Michelle, because you, you um, you just have so much going on. You've got your your job job, you've got your podcast, you've got your Brave Balanced Women initiative and, and company.
2: How do you not have b- burnout or do you? Oh my goodness. So it all started because of burnout. I I mean, this is what got me on the journey. So it's funny because I'm asked this often, you know, um, you seem like you're doing too much, but what I have learned through, through the process that I've gone through, and I'll share a little bit about that today is that now is my time to choose what I bring into my life. So Mm -hmm. I am bringing things in that bring me joy that I find very fulfilling. And then I have let go or Mm -hmm. kind of crowded out things that just didn't fit anymore. So it was really um, an exercise of digging deep to find out who I was and what I wanted, Mm -hmm. and then creating that.
0: You know, I love that you said that because I wish I had started doing things on the side Mm -hmm. that I love. And as a fellow woman, so women pay attention here, it's so easy to get burnout because we grind, grind, some of us grind, grind into our job. And I've always said, and now doing, what is it that brings, like you said, mm-hmm. brings you real joy? Can you incorporate that in some way? Podcasting is one, right. way, And there are others. So tell us what you're now doing with, with where you are. You bet. Well,
2: so let's, let me start back with where I was, because I think that will help explain a little bit of how I got to where I am today. Mm -hmm. So where I was is I had a corporate career that I, I love, I love working in corporate. I was, I work in a field called customer experience, which is really about customer loyalty, keeping customers coming back to brands. And I enjoyed it It as a passion project for me, but I was, working a ton of hours. I was completely depleted. I have a family. I have friends. I'm a daughter. You know, I'm all of these things. And it was just, I I was drained. And I go into work every day with tremendous responsibility. Mm -hmm. But I would sit here and go, are all of the sacrifices that I have made, are they really worth it? but I was afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid to talk about it because as women, we are working so hard to achieve a certain, you know, status. We want to, we're hungry, we're driven and we want to have um, high achievement accomplishment. Have it all. Yes. We want to have it all. <laughs> and how dare I admit yeah. that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And I, I, It just, like I say, it hit a wall and I felt like I had to do one or the other. I had to just quit it all or I had to just acknowledge that this is my life. And I said, I don't want, that's not what I want to do. And so I have a Six Sigma background. So lots of project management, problem solving, which I'm fabulous with at work. But I wasn't applying it in my own life. <laughs> that's a story we should all listen to. So I went on this sort of journey of self-discovery about um, I treated myself as a project, and I enrolled. I mean, I, truly, that's <laughs> that's it. And I enrolled in um, a health coaching, a health school, not because I wanted to be a health coach, but I was. I felt crummy, and I didn't understand why. When I really did take care of myself, why mm-hmm. did I feel you know, I was having some health issues, I was stressed out all the time, it was affecting the relationships I had, it was affecting my friendships, and I just didn't really know who I was anymore. So I said, this is, if something's gotta change. And so I committed to a year of really unpacking who I was, what I wanted, And at the end of it, I had all of these new skills, and I had all of these new perspectives, and I finally started talking about it. And the moment I talked about it with my other women executive colleagues, their hearts opened up and they went, oh, I know, I I feel that way too, but no one would admit it. So through that, it became, well, Let's start talking about it because I think it's going to help a lot of other women, particularly the generations coming behind us on how do you create the life that you want? Because I wanted the career, Mm -hmm. but I also wanted peace and Mm -hmm. comfort and joy in my own life. And so that was what started Brave Balanced Women. So I decided to take what I learned from the school, which I did receive a certification in coaching that I would apply that to help the other women that I was working with that were had reached a point in their career where they were questioning, mm-hmm. it, is, is, it, is, it is worth this what it? I want? Is it worth it? it and really so that's it? really what Bright Balanced Women was founded on.
0: And it gives women a forum yes. to open up.
2: To other women who mm-hmm. have been through the trenches and are in the same place because this conversation it's not necessarily the pain that maybe someone younger or earlier in their career is having. It's a place that is hitting a little bit further. And so that's really who I wanted to to speak with. Mm -hmm. However, we can share these lessons and wisdom with those younger generations, which is what we also do.
0: So that's so interesting. When you talk about women and uh, the burnout, Is there a trend that you're seeing today with all of the just coming out of COVID and a crazy world that we're living in and the pace of change and all of that? Is there a common theme besides burnout that you're hearing from women that they're challenged with?
2: Well, you hear of the Great Resignation, right? Where now mm-hmm. women are hitting this that same place I was, yeah. but instead of working through it, they have to just completely walk away, and it's that's a loss for them and for their companies and for their employees. I just the other day, I was talking to um, a really good colleague of mine, and she would she would come to me as a mentor to get advice on just leadership and dealing with her team. And she was very, very accomplished and very successful. And she was hurting. And I said, do you Mm. talk to your team about it? And she said, well, no, I can't. I can't talk to my team about the fact that I'm struggling. And one week later, she calls me to say, I'm going on a leave, a medical leave, just to take some time because I'm stressed out. And then a couple of weeks later, she just put in her notice. Mm. And that's the trend I'm seeing, is they the women are feeling like, particularly women, it's happening with men too, but they're feeling like they hit this point, and it's an either or, mm-hmm. instead of how do you create harmony yep. with both. You know that,
0: I'm not surprised you say that, and it triggers a thought that uh, I'm also seeing in coaching, and men as well, mm-hmm. as you say. And that is, I never thought of myself as being a career coach. That's not what I say. I'm an executive coach, which means any leadership position. Having said that, there are so many people now that are doing exactly what Mm -hmm. you said, Michelle. I'm going to, and what do they say? Leave, change career. Here's what I hear I'm going to go out on my own, which Mm -hmm. I say, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole, that's a whole nother ball of wax and stress isn't <laughs> right it? Um, but but yes that's searching for what what is it that's going to bring me joy so uh, i have i have some questions that i think might be kind of fun before we get into the vision board right. and talking more about burnout and balanced women so uh, I thought of a bunch of questions to ask you, and let's just fire them out and see what you would say. You kind to scare me with I this. know. Oh, this is fun. But, you know, because you don't <laughs> know, have any clue what I'm going to say. All right. So what's one word
2: that describes Michelle? I would tell you compassionate.
0: Hmm. Did you hear that? She said that with such calmness. I love that. And she is. She's so calm.
2: Can you just stay around me a little bit longer? (laughs) I love it. I love feeding off your energy, but I think, but I think it's just, I truly care about people
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: I truly want to see them thrive. And so it's very, it's, it's almost like a, a need for me to be able to understand. How can I, how can I help you? And without judgment with just total acceptance, but I want to help you thrive. So just a lot of compassion.
0: Very special.
2: That's very special. What's the funniest thing you've ever done? Funniest thing, not so funny, but funny. I was young in my career at Dell. Mm-hmm. And I was responsible for managing a part of our operations, like um, how much we would charge whenever someone ordered a computer and they were you know how much we charge for shipping. Oh. Back in the day, whenever you would have to pay for shipping when you bought things. And all of a sudden, I had to I had my task was I had to make a change on one of our shipping prices. Well, next thing I know, i make the change. Next thing I know, the whole contact centers shut down. We can't sell computers. We can't quote computers. There is a, I mean, we are down. People are pulling out pieces of paper to write down (laughs) orders and everybody is in a total panic trying to figure out what has happened. And, you know, the executives are in a conference room. They've got the SWAT team going on, and it's just total chaos. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is happening around here today? And we're all trying to figure it out. And a couple hours go by, and I'm like, huh, I wonder if when I change that shipping code, (gasps) if I did something. And so I just go back to my desk, and I change it back. Lo and behold, everything comes back up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like. What what, did what you kind do? of authority did I have? <laughs> what did I do? So I'm calling my coding friends in IT and I'm like, how, how did I do this? Why didn't y'all tell me? And so anyway, then I had to figure out what am I gonna do with that? So we it, all of a sudden everything's up, but again, no one understands why it's up. And I walk into the, the conference room and I was really young in my career, walk into the conference room with all of the executives, the C-suite executives over our consumer Sales team. And I'm like, you don't, y'all don't know me. But that problem we had, yeah, I did it. Here's what happened. I've called IT. We're working on a fix so it doesn't happen again. And I just stand there waiting to be escorted out. And the executive at the time, it was a, a, a lady by the name of Janet Mountain Mallory. And she said, she just looked at me and she said, consider yourself beaten with a wet noodle. You can go. And I'm like, I can go, oh. am I going back to my, am I picking up my things? Am I going out the door? Uh-huh. And she's uh, she's like, no, thank you for just coming and telling us what you did and how you handled it. But so it was, I look back wow. on that is just absolutely hysterical, but what a great learning moment for me because it, you know, you had to, best. it was actually probably one of the best things that could have happened, not for the company. I don't know how much money we lost that day, but uh, that for me. So that that is a great lesson. And if you were telling
0: someone new in their career now, how would you give that
2: advice? What would you say? Own up. Lesson learned. It's about personal accountability. Take it's personal responsibility and accountability. Mm -hmm. Don't be a victim. Don't blame. If it's in under your watch, it's Mm -hmm. it's within your responsibility. It's really about own it, the good and the bad, because you're only going to grow from the mistakes. You don't grow from being on the you mountain don't, top. No. And even if, let's just say, worst case, I would have been walked out of the company that day, then I would have taken that and learned from it anyway. I still would stand behind you get up and you admit it, mm-hmm. but the next door would have opened. Fortunately, that's and, not what happened. But. Well, and you know what? I bet you never did anything like that. And did you? Because
0: we keep making mistakes. We keep making. You keep making Isn't mistakes, that right?
2: That was just one of yeah. many, but that was just a that was a real turning point, I think, in me just growing up yeah. and understanding what it meant to be a leader.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. You. um, I ask you always, audience, you know, I always ask for lessons learned, teachable points of view, because like you said, you teach others what you did and then save some of the scars, uh, hopefully for someone else. One of your teachable points of view was, you said, it is brave to be vulnerable. You added and ask for help. Want to mm-hmm. talk about that one?
2: Sure. Ask for help. Ask for help. I think, honestly, this has been one of my superpowers in corporate. Because I have I I don't know if it's part of my upbringing, but if I don't know something rather than act like I do, my immediate strategy is who is the smartest person around this topic Mm -hmm. and how do I go and spend time with them Mm -hmm. to learn, just teach me, I respect that quality and it's somebody better than me. So I'm gonna walk away smarter. But the, the other part of that is anytime, just anytime you go and you ask someone for help, I don't care if they're so really senior to you, you should always come back and say, and how, what can I do to help support you? Mm, that is good. because there's this give and take of I'm sharing, they're sharing their knowledge with me, but don't underestimate how much knowledge that you have that you can share with them. I mean, just the other day, a young lady that I was mentoring, she, um, I was helping her with a particular, you know, challenge she was having. And at the end of it, um, she, we started talking about some technology that she knew about that that I could use with my podcast and with my business. Mm. And that information she gave me completely changed how I was doing my work. And it was so invaluable to me. And Mm. so don't, like I say, don't underestimate because of age and experience that you have so much to give because there are things that you are an expert in that people would gain a lot of value from. That's so true.
0: And I wanna add something quit saying oh you're too busy or oh i hate to yes. bother you you're so busy i'm I, and i know you're the same way mm-hmm. we're never too busy no we're never too busy it brings joy to yes. us if you ask so there you go i love that one okay here's another question what's the worst advice you hear being given to women today
2: the worst the worst advice i hear um I think, it's, I think it's not necessarily verbally given, but it's don't show emotion and don't show the cracks. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I was experiencing before. Don't show the cracks and raise your hand and say that <clears throat> I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I need help. So I think not asking kind of a little bit of the other wisdom, just not asking for help. And back mm-hmm. to this story I gave earlier with a colleague of mine. Here she was just completely depleted.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And her only, what she felt like was her only choice was to leave the company and go really deep to recover because she is, I mean, it's almost like a PTSD, right? You're recovering from that trauma of just having to throw in the towel when you've worked so hard. And it's so personal Mm-hmm. Because you've given up so much. And this is so much a part of our identity. Our careers are so much a part of our identity. And then thinking that that is who you are. And then having to rebuild yeah. your confidence and belief in yourself.
0: Yeah. Your mojo. Mm-hmm. Do you think women have the imposter syndrome? All the time. <laughs> and the what time? is
2: it? I think it's the um, feeling like, well never good enough. You're never measuring up to be enough. You're not enough. And it's so not true. Mm -hmm. You are enough. You have all of the gifts you need to do what you need to. I firmly believe that. And sometimes it takes things, people like a coach to be able to shine that mirror back Mm -hmm. and remind you of the gifts that you have, that you can offer
0: and everyone has them. It's, in, it's so interesting when people say, I don't have any guests. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, one more question. Uh, if you were going to a party, what would you bring to make it amazing? So I
2: think it's a great conversation. Oh, look how fast you said that, Michelle. I am so interested in people and I want to sit down and I want to understand what Uh makes you tick so I think I would spend it's not about the gift it's about the experience and so if I can bring a light if I can bring joy to someone else Mm -hmm. and help them feel special and noticed um, connection Mm -hmm. that's what I would want to bring we all need connection well, everyone has got to check out Brave
0: uh, Balanced Women. How can they do that? A
2: couple of ways. Um, probably the best thing to do is just connecting on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn and with even the page, other social media platforms. I'm excited because we're going to talk about vision boards here in a second. But in August, I will be releasing um, a course. So it's a it's a hybrid course where it's some self-paced because there's a lot of introspection that you do, but then also live with me. Um, little bit of both so at the end of it people can put together either a digital or physical
0: and how okay how can they how can they find out about i'll send
2: the link i'll share the link with you to sign up for the vision board course that's Great. great i'll be the first one well i'm so excited because i've always done it live and i've done it you know on zoom i've done it in person and this is the first one where i'm really able to stretch it out and talk about a lot of concepts around Manifestation, visualization, goal setting—different goal setting than what we do at work—but mm-hmm, right. <laughs> digging deep internally and figuring out what makes you tick, and then offering that to um, whoever. Oh whoever my wants gosh, to You're check it have, out. So I can't wait. Well, I'm sure the audience is going to
0: sign up, and so am I. Okay, so I want to know before you show these, what is it about a vision board? that is so impactful. I've I've met so many, uh, mostly women admittedly, who say, Michelle, it works. I mean, I had that on my vision board and I have that. So one, (laughs) one young woman said, I wanted this beautiful white sofa and it was out of reach. And <laughs> she said, "I have my beautiful white sofa." And I thought, "That's really getting down to specifics." Oh, yes. So tell us what is it that, about it, and then show us.
2: Okay. Well, so many of us start off using things like, you know, um, New Year's resolutions, right? And. I don't know about you, but if I'm speaking personally, it was, okay, okay, I'm going to put on, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to, okay, maybe I want to get a different house. It was just a bunch of stuff. And, you know, within five minutes, it's written down on a piece of paper, but I've moved on. There's just no connection to it. And I think that's what a lot of us do. We just sort of feel this obligation to put something on the page and we don't really, know what it is we actually want to bring us joy. So the way I look at vision boards is this is about understanding what do you want to feel? It is not about That's things. Different. That's different. It's about what do you want to feel? So going in and really thinking about moments in your life of achievement and I don't mean achievement awards necessarily but moments in your life where you have just felt happy Hmm. and it could be as simple as you know spending some time with family and everybody getting along and not arguing over you know we've got 10 minutes why are we running late you know just we're 10 minutes late and screaming at each other and or maybe it's about being able to just sit in quiet peace and solitude outside reading a book or writing in a journal but there are things that when you think back on those feelings They're emotional because you crave that. Mm -hmm. And so with the vision boarding, it's about spending time to dig into all aspects of life. Like where are moments within your career that feel good? Where are moments in your relationships, in your health when you have felt strong and powerful? And then, then looking at words and images that really help to connect with those feelings. So it's not about generic words and things. It's about you look at something and you feel it in your gut mm-hmm. every time you look at it. So what does it represent that you want? In the future. In the future. Can you show us what sure. you're talking
0: about? Sure,
2: so, there's, so I brought a couple of things and these are super simple because I think a lot of times people think they've gotta be complicated or lovely. And I brought a couple, I brought just two different styles. So this is one, when I first started, this is, and I know you can't really read it, but I, but I want to call out a couple of things about it. And, and let me
0: just uh, interrupt for a second. I'm going to take this down so you can show it. Uh, here's, here's the deal, audience. We'll take a picture of this. And if you want to have a picture of these two, you let me know. And I'll send it to you. And you've got my email, mm-hmm. Valerie at Valerie and Cause I think it will cement in your head what we're talking
2: mm-hmm. about. Great. But these were things when I first started, these were things that I felt. And it's funny because I look back on this and I think about it was words. I needed to change the script. Hmm. that I had, I was giving myself. Okay. So I connected with reading these types of words every day. So it, it would be things like um, push yourself because no one else is going to do it for you because I was in a place where I needed to get uncomfortable. I needed to get uncomfortable and make some changes and I can't be passive in my own life anymore. So a lot of this was about starting something, um, reminding myself of I can have boundaries, I'm valuable these things that I needed to start saying to myself, because at that time I was spending a lot of time, um, just focused on everything that I was doing wrong. Hmm. Right. We do that. We do that. And it does have goals. Like I had things like at the end of 2020, I will wish I had one of them was a website. One of them was about exercise. One of them was about how I was living my lifestyle. Um, and these are things that they've all happened. Um, Then, and then I had things like at the end of my life, what will I wish I had? Hmm. Okay, guess what's not on that list? A certain kind of car or a certain, you know what I'm saying? It's what do I want my life to stand for? Mm -hmm. And it's about, again, it goes back to feelings.
0: So that's interesting. Okay, because
2: some people, and maybe Mm -hmm. this will be different, well, the reason I brought this one as well is now this, the other one had a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Now I had a lot of imagery because I can look at this and it represents something different mm-hmm. to me, right? I can just look at these pictures and I know like, here's the guy successful with this podcast. You mentioned, you know, he looks like he's having a great time or well, having a fun podcast. That's what that represents to me. Okay. I just want pure joy. With my podcast, because the moment it's not joy, then I don't need that in my life. Right. So these are the things that when I think about how do I want to feel and what are things that make me feel that way, these are things I can look at that will inspire me. Financial discipline, I've gotten really lazy with budgeting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just, I need to pay attention to that again. You know, Mm -hmm. I um, just, Courage to do something different. We talked about being enough. So this was about more imagery. And then I just hang it, like I keep mine in my bathroom. I have it hanging in my mirror and I don't stare at it for 20 minutes every day, but it's always there. And immediately when I look at it, I feel it in my heart. And these things that I want, guess what? They're not even happening in the future. So many of them are happening now. Like, give, give us well, another like, example. Like, so as an example, okay, I talk about, here's a microphone. You can't really see it, but here's a microphone. So speaking. You invited me to come today. <laughs> I want to do more,
0: uh-huh. you know,
2: speaking and sharing the story. This is about amplifying the message to hit more women. Mm-hmm. That is an example. Again, I talked about the podcast What's How, this one? So this is about, so this is a boat going into a bunch of mountains. So for me, this is about bravery into the unknown. You're going to come ah. across difficult times, but this boat seems very peaceful as it heads into the unknown. So not it's a reminder to me, don't let fear stop you mm-hmm. from doing hard things because you never know what's waiting for you on the other side.
0: Okay, I have to ask a question because other women have talked about what they put on their vision board. One of them is uh, money. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to put a big dollar Abs- sign with an amount or or a thing? Uh, I uh, I want to go to Paris. Oh, absolutely, to Paris. Not. Okay. absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not a feeling; it's
2: a real thing. But what is it about Like, if you carry that out further, what is because they're going wanting to go to Paris because. Are they craving adventure? Is it romantic? Is okay. it stepping outside of their sense. comfort zone? Yeah. So the the going to Paris is the doing, but they're doing it for a reason that feels a need. Okay, I'm going to go back to the money. Mm-hmm. Everybody is is struggling right now. Stability. Is it wrong to put no money? In on fact, I, so I also do goals every week. And I have used images and pictures in my planner that I use every week, and I have money in there. And what it, what does that stand for? Is it stability? Is it security? It still goes back to the feeling. It, goes, it always goes back. But so the money on is. the page mm-hmm. is great, but it's about really digging down to say, why, what is it I want? Because when you connect your body, soul, and spirit mm-hmm. to the things that are on your vision board, you are opening the doors, you are inviting the universe, God, however you, kind of wherever you sit, Mm -hmm. you are inviting those things into your life. So now that I understand what are the things that I want more of in my life, back to the beginning and I'm involved in a lot of things, Mm -hmm. well, so I'm creating those. But I probably have more time than I have had in years. So while I'm as doing busy as, you as are, busy as I am, because I am saying, I want to pour these things into my life and I'm creating the space to do that. And if it doesn't, if the activities aren't kind of aligned to that, then do, then I say no.
0: Hmm. So interesting, Michelle. Thank you, because this, this makes perfect sense to me. And, um, as you said, I hadn't, Considered or even thought about a vision board, really is whatever you put up there. There's a feeling underneath. There's so, a need. There's a aspiration. Um, what do you want
2: more of? More in of. Life? Mm-hmm. What do you want more of, and why? And you'll help me do this one. Okay, oh, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> this has been awesome. Is there one final thing that you would love to say to the audience about brave, balanced women, or? of whatever whatever
2: you'd like to say, here it is. So I think we've talked about a lot of things today, but if ultimately, if you're just struggling to sort of reclaim your space and you wanna meet amazing women around you, I am so blessed to be surrounded by incredible women. Um, My job is not to have all the answers. My job is to walk alongside the journey and just let you know you're not alone and connect you with people who can help lift you up. But if you are curious and ready for change and you just need the confidence and to lean on a support system to do that, then come and reach out to me, please, because I'd love to to get to know you. And Michelle, thank you, because there are a gazillion and five
0: uh, organizations that could say similar things, but yours is very different. First of all, it's coming from not a money-making machine, Come and join all you women and you will get. It's coming from a woman who's been there, done it, still living it, and her heart, which I've grown to know deeply. And it's bigger than a bread box, trust me. So I encourage you to reach out to Michelle and you have it underneath there how to do that. So thank you. This has been so fun. Thank you. You're fun. Oh, I just left. like I say, I love hanging out with you.
2: (laughs) Well, great, we're going to hang
0: out Thank more. you. <laughs> so thanks for being on the show. And I know you're going to get a whole lot of people calling you, and that's what it's all about. Before you go, though, I do want to mention a couple of other things in your lessons learned that uh, I don't want to drop by. And that is um, that self-care, the one that we didn't mention, self-care, is a gift that you're worthy of it, of and you talked about it, but you said it so succinctly. I want to say it again. Self-care. Women, we, we need that. We do. And for many of us, it means getting away. Just space. Just a walk. If you can get a trip, that's awesome. But if you can't, you can take a walk. But self-care, because you are worthy of it. And I believe that too. So again, Michelle, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, now I want to leave you with a Valerieism. And the one today is grab your grit and show the naysayers. I thought about that because this is a world we're living in that um, there are too many things that are. Negative, we know that. There are also too many naysayers. Well, I don't know if you should do that in this time and space. Well, you know, we're having difficult times now. Well, we gotta be safe. Well, you know what? If you have a dream, if you have an idea, if you have a gift that you're not giving to the world or even to just a person, now is the time. Don't let anybody say you can't. And I say that to the depth of my toes because I had someone say that to me one time when I was in college. And you know what? I guess I've got a little meanness in me, but as soon as that woman said, you can't, every ounce of me said, well, you just watch. And it's true. If someone says, I don't know if you can, boy, that's a motivator to me. Let it be for you. And that's it for today.